Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Lynn from Australia, who takes LDN for autoimmune renal neuropathy, Graves' disease and thyroiditis. Thank you for joining me, Lynn. Thank you. Could you tell us when you first started to be unwell? How old were you? Oh, sorry, I, I just missed that question. Okay. How old were you when you first started to feel unwell? Um, well, I'm f- it's about six years ago, so I guess around about 50, 51. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started with the Graves' disease, the first round of Graves' disease. What did you notice? Um, so it was typical Graves, lost a lot of weight, um, generally unwell, heart thumping, um, all those sorts of things that are related to the thyroid. And then, um, yeah, the thyroid hormones were all out of whack. And needed to go on some neomercosol for that. Mm-hmm. And then that, um, that came under control fairly quickly, actually, on that. And I, and I was all right for about um, three or, well, probably a bit longer, about six years, really. And then a couple of years ago, um, I had a sore throat, which went to a nephritis um, and started having some renal symptoms. And then that seemed to bring out the, um, the Graves' disease again. So it became like a, you know, one feeding off the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Graves' disease came under control again, but it was the nephropathy that um, was out of control. And had lots of tests, nothing was working, nothing was showing up. Um, didn't know what to do with it. So after a lot of investigation by myself, I um, found the LDN and wanted to give that a try. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I started that a few months ago. Hang, and, hang, um, hang on just one moment. Let's, ju- yes. let's just get the full picture of, of what your life was like before you started LDN. What would a typical day be like for you? Well, with the nephropathy, um, it was doing a cycle. So I was having like two weeks, two weeks really not well, and then I would sort of recover. So with that, it was that general fatigue, um, I had a lot of hematuria, um, I was losing weight still, had no appetite and generally you get into that cycle where I was cancelling social things, I'd come back from an overseas holiday because I was so unwell um, and life looked bleak actually because I felt like I couldn't plan anything, I'd had so many tests and nothing was showing up and yeah it just looked very bleak, no answers. And mm. I felt like I was falling into a dark hole that I couldn't get out of. Yeah. So if you had to, have, at that point, scored your quality of life on a score of 1 to 10, and 10 being the best, what would it have been? Um, yeah, on, yeah, I'd say at least, when I, when I looked at something, I'd 30, I, I can say 30 to 50% of my life, I better rephrase that. 80% of the time I probably felt unwell. Right. Yeah, so if you say that's only about 2 out of 10, isn't it? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, as I say, because I was doing this two week cycle, I had two weeks where I usually wasn't too bad, but then I'd fall into this 
this um, cycle where I really wasn't well. And I think it was that whole thing where I couldn't plan anything because I thought, what's the point? I don't know if I'm going to be well on that day, um, feeling sick all the time. Yeah. And, and this constant hematuria, which is I had a lot of um, bleeding from my bladder. Well, it was actually coming from my kidneys, but, um, okay. yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. How did you hear about LDN, Lynn? Yeah, I can't exactly remember, but I think I, because you have a lot of time lying around mm-hmm. <laughs> and get on the internet, um, I think I just started Googling things and it came up. And then I started doing a lot of reading. And there wasn't really a lot about um, kidneys and LDN, but there was all about autoimmune disease. So I just thought, you know, there's nothing else. Let's get, you know, why can't I give it a try? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Was it easy to find a doctor who would prescribe LDN for you? No. <laughs> well, by this time I was seeing two or three specialists and the renal physician just absolutely would not even talk about it. Like I took in my papers, I did all my research and he just he just said, I think he used the word hocus pocus, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, you can't have that for, for what you've got. So he was out of the question, and then the endocrinologist for the Graves disease, he had at least heard about it, but um, he wouldn't consider it either. He said, no, that's not for, that's, um, you can't order that for Graves disease. And it's like, it wasn't for the Graves, it was for the autoimmune. <laughs> but anyway, I thought I'm determined, I'm not giving up. So um, I found an integrative medical doctor that considered it. So that was the only way to go. And and my local GP, she just looked at me like I had two heads. So, yeah, you just have to take it under, take into control yourself. Mm. Yes. So yeah. So I found an integrative medical doctor who actually, when I went to see her, she hadn't ordered it, but I was so determined that day. I thought I'm not leaving here without this prescription. (laughs) And I had heard somebody else in the same practice had ordered it. So I said, you know, someone else is using it. I'm only here because I know she uses it, and I can't get in to see her. And then she said, okay, let's give it a go. So that was good. I don't think I was so happy as the day I walked out with that um, prescription. And when you first started, did you notice any introductory side effects? Um, The usual sleep thing. So I I wasn't sleeping. So I've actually moved it on to daytime. Mm -hmm. And just a few hot flushes at night, but nothing else. Everything else has been good from day one, actually. Really? Yes. Good. So what has your experience been of LDN? So I started off on the one milligram because I thought I'll start slowly. I've got nothing to lose. And I have to say from the first day, I just want my energy come back um, and just that hopefulness too. And then as far as the symptoms go, they've dropped probably 80%. So instead of, I might still have some relapses every couple of weeks, but they're shortened, they're only la- instead of lasting up to 10 days, it lasts maybe two days, and the actual symptoms have dropped probably 80%. So it's like a transient thing now that I can deal with. Oh. So I've just, booked, I've just booked an overseas holiday again to make up for last year, and I'm ready to go. Oh. It's that quality of life that's just come back. Mm-hmm. And everybody's telling me how well I look, I'm eating well, I put on a few kilos, I have to watch that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, and I know it's because I'm eating properly now. Yes. So, yeah, so it's a whole quality of life. I'm coping at work now. Everything's looking rosy. So what would you say your quality of life now is on that score of 1 to 10? 
Oh, I'd say it's at least 90%. Really? Yeah. Well, that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And to, and to, and to feel good is, yeah, <laughs> is, a, yes. is a bonus, isn't it? Um, oh, absolutely. When you were having to, to take all the medication before LDN, um, how many medications were you taking? Well, I wasn't actually... I was only taking the neomercosol for the thyroid, which I can't say that the LDN's done anything for that because that was already in remission. So I, mm. actually, that's all I was taking, and I finished that course. So as far as pain and that went, I wasn't really... I wasn't taking anything for that. So I, I wasn't on a lot of medication anyway. Right. And as, and the other thing is it hasn't... I haven't noticed it's helped anything with the eye, but from what I've read, it may not. And that may just... That may just um, fix itself anyway. And it's not that's not a lifestyle thing either. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. It's the kidney thing that I was having trouble living with. So would you recommend LDN to other people? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, especially as far as you know, lifestyle goes, um, just general health, um, symptoms. So, as I say, not not hearing a lot of people with um, a renal thing is quite interesting. So, yes, I don't, I don't know whether it would suit everybody and whether it's just because it's an autoimmune thing that it's fixed or whether it would help other renal things, I don't know. But um, it's certainly worth a try. What does your doctor say to the results that you've experienced? Well, I've only been back to see, I'm nearly due to go back, but obviously she was pleased and I know someone else has been in to see her and she's ordered the LDN for them. So um, I think she's probably astonished too that it's worked so well. So I haven't been, I haven't been back to any of the specialists because I can't see the point. (laughs) Mm. And I, and I, and I don't have a need to go back at the moment. That's the other thing because they were going to start doing some more tests, but um, I've improved so much. I'm not going to go back and, Go through that. That's amazing. Thank you very much for sharing your very exciting, inspirational story with us, Lynn. Well, thank you, and I want to thank you all you guys because it's um, it's places you know going to um, websites like the the um, research trust that gives you the confidence to go and say, no, I'm going to do this. So it's really great having all that support. Thank you. I'd like to introduce Michelle from the US who takes LDN for Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. Thank you for joining me, Michelle. Thank you. Could you tell me when you were diagnosed with these conditions? I was diagnosed with Graves in 2001 and started on Tapazole, which made me very, very sick. And I was told that there was no other medication that I could take, and to have radiation or die. And I was told this numerous times by numerous doctors. Well, and what about the Hashimoto's? I was actually, I actually did not have radiation. I bucked against it, and and it was just a gut feeling I had. Mm -hmm. And it took probably, it was 2006 before I was diagnosed with the Hashi's antibodies. I was on, um, I had been, you know, gone to another doctor and then put on PTU. And um, 
I, I was okay, but it really wasn't a quality of life. And he started a regiment called um, Block and Replace, which is a little bit of Lavoxyl, um, to try to bring my T4s up. I still had super high T3, and my T4s were tanking. And he ran um, more testing because I just wasn't, you know, getting any better. Mm -hmm. And he came back and said that all the testing showed that I had Hashi's antibodies as high as the grade. And he said, if you had had radiation, it probably would have killed you, having had, you know, equal amounts of antibodies in my system. Wow. And I went from there and really struggled for about four years after that. Mm -hmm. Before you heard about LDN, could you describe for me what a daily existence for you was like? Um, I had gotten to the point where I didn't want to live. And mm -hmm. um, it was a, it was a dark place in my, in my life, you know, a very bad time. I was in so much pain, um, mm -hmm. you know, 24-7 pain grates on you after a while. And um, it, it wasn't a quality of life. There was no, I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to live. Mm -hmm. um, and that's sad because I am a very outgoing, vivacious person. I, I work. I work hard. And to finally get to that point, that was a, you know, it was a real dark, dark time in my life. So if you could explain uh, in a bit more detail, other than the pain, which I appreciate is I'm not belittling it, it must have been absolutely awful, did you have any other symptoms? Well, yeah, um, a lot of brain fog. Um, I had gotten to the point where I couldn't drive. Um, I would be going down the road and forget where I was at or what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, the, it, most of the pain came from muscle pain. Um, my back is permanently scarred with um, from a heating pad because mm -hmm. it was either use a heating pad every moment that I was awake or I didn't move. Um, there were many, many days. All my, my muscles seemed to seize, and, and it just, I couldn't get them. You know, we tried magnesium. We tried all the things that anybody told me to do, and it just, Nothing worked. Um, I had a lot of, um, you know, I really never gained the weight like a lot of people do with hashies, but I swelled really bad. Um, I was to the point where I was wearing braces on both hands, um, and, and my knees were so bad there were many days when I couldn't even walk. If I got up to walk to even the bathroom as close as it was, it totally exhausted me. It was to the point where it was better to lay in the bed and waste away than to get up and try to move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there was a lot of physical, but there was a lot of mental that went along with that too. Now I'm not sure if that was because of the pain or if that was because of what it, you know, the mental fog that you get. Mm -hmm. So, how did you hear about LDN? I had a very good friend on a Graves 
board, the, a support group, and uh, she and I became very close. Um, she lives in California, and we kept in touch by email, and she started on LDN, and she just seemed to be responding so well to it, and I thought, you know, I, I battled back and forth with it. I listened to her, and I got online, and I started researching, mm-hmm. and... I looked and read and did all I could do for about six months before I decided to approach my doctor about letting me try it. Um, I don't have a very open-minded doctor. <laughs> she's good, but she's not um, She's not very open to new medications and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, But I printed out a book and wrote down videos and testimonials from people. And um, and I met Deb um, online, you know, on the Facebook page, um, mm-hmm. the LDN group that I'm on now. I met her and I talked to her a lot, and she really um, gave me the courage <laughs> to, you know, plow ahead and just ask for it. What can they do but say no? You know, that, that we would try and see, you know, where it went from there. Yes. And I did. And lo and behold, she read through my stuff, and she looked at me and she said, Michelle, um, who knows, this might be your golden ticket, because to be honest with you, I don't know what else to do for you. We are at a point where I don't know what to do for you. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated her honesty. Yeah. And... So I, she, she read through it. I started out on 1.5 milligrams, um, and I took it for the first week, nothing. I took it for the second week, nothing. <laughs> the third week, I woke up. I'll never forget it. It was on a Monday. And going into the third week, I woke up, and I had no pain in my body whatsoever. Wow. And... I rejoiced, of course, you know, but when mm-hmm. you've lived with pain for so long, you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. And I kept thinking, okay, when is it going to come back? When is it going to come back? Um, I have been on LBN for a year. I'm fixing to start um, at three. We went from 1.5 milligrams to 2.5 milligrams. I've been able to wean down on some of the Levoxyl. My TSI antibodies are are going down very slowly, but they're going down. Mm-hmm. My hashies antibodies, the TPOABs, are they're staying steady, but they're not they're not increasing, but they're not decreasing yet. But I have my own theory on that. That you know, as soon as I can get the TSI down, then I'm sure that these will start coming down. I'm fixing to start on the 3.0 milligrams of LDN, and to this day, I have not had pain, not had muscle pain, not had the muscle weakness, not had to use a heating pad since the third week I started on LDN. Well, that has to be amazing, doesn't it? I mean, it's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I am so, now, I am gone from zero days working to five days a week working. And I clean houses and businesses for a living, so it's a very physical job. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to do it. 
I mean, okay. it is my miracle cure, my miracle drug. I'm not 100% well, but I am so better than I was a year ago that it, it's very, very humbling. I am so thrilled with what LDN has done for me. And so what, no side effects. <laughs> what would you say to other people if they were to ask you for a similar condition? What is your opinion? Should they start? What should they do? What would you say? I would I would tell them just give it a try. Just give it a try. Start at the lowest dose and work your way up. Um, I believe that was the key for me. Um, you know, people want to jump into it with both feet or, you know, any new medication thinking, you know, and I did make a lot of lifestyle changes. I eat organic. I don't eat any red meat. Um, I have no fast food. Everything I eat is cooked here. Um, I drink a lot of coconut water, um, you know, along with those lifestyle changes. And just just give it a try. It is such a wonderful feeling to come out the other end of these diseases. Mm-hmm. And the labs that I have are proving that it's working. You know, it's not just in my head or, you know, what I think or feel. I have labs to back up that it's working. Mm-hmm. And what does your doctor say? What was that? What does your doctor say to your improvements? She, um, when I went back after my six-month treatment, I was six months into it, but she asked me, she said, I'll never forget it, but she said, how are you feeling? And I was so excited, and I said, I have no muscle pain. And she looked up over her glasses, and her eyes got real big, and she said, really? Are you serious? <laughs> and I said, yes, really. <laughs> I am her only patient on LDM. I am her guinea pig. So, you know, I, I'm glad that it's working for me, not just for me, but now she will be more open to prescribe it for other patients. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is really something, isn't it? It's amazing. It is amazing. I, I can't even begin to tell you what a difference it's made in my life. I mean, like you, I said, to go from... What do your family have to say? They're thankful. They're grateful. Um, they've seen the change. You know, I had two boys that before I couldn't do anything with them. Yeah. And now we can we can go out in the yard and play frisbee. We can go places. We can do things together, um, which five years, even five years before this, as a family, everything was done at home and me from a chair. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's given me back my life. You know, I no longer have any desire to leave this world. <laughs> <laughs> I love my life. <laughs> How old were you, Michelle, when you got sick? Oh, 2001. I'm 47. You figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-seven, did you say? Yes, ma'am. In two thousand and one, mm-hmm. eleven years ago, so you would have been thirty-six. Right. 
but I'm yeah. sure I had it many years before that. Mm, I'm sure that I had grades when I was pregnant with my second son mm-hmm. because I was put to bed at two months and and you know it was a horrible pregnancy. Um, and I'm sure looking back on it now, hindsight and knowing what I know about grades, I know that I had it then. Right. Well, I'd be really interested to see what you're like next year. And uh, may you keep improving. And thank you very much for sharing your story. I'd like to introduce Terry from the United States. And Terry has Gray's disease. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to uh, you to the United States, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) So could you tell me a bit about Gray's disease and when you were diagnosed? Sure. Uh, I was diagnosed in 1994, uh, and typical of Graves' disease, I was diagnosed at a time of extreme stress when my father had just died. And uh, Graves' disease is a hyperthyroid condition characterized by um, a lack of uh, uh, a lack of control in the whole metabolic system, so everything goes haywire. Uh, You end up with rapid heartbeat, tachycardia, um, rapid weight loss in many people. Uh, Untreated, it can lead to what's called a thyroid storm, where you have so much thyroid hormone in your system that um, you can die. And just as an aside, um, my history is that my mother had thyroid cancer a couple of years before I was born and was treated for that. So I have a family history of thyroid problems. Mm -hmm. I I don't know whether my Graves' disease was caused initially by that hereditary thing or the treatment that she had, which was included uh, radioactive iodine, affecting my thyroid in utero. Mm-hmm. It's a question I'll never know. Um, so when I was diagnosed, um, I went on, uh, I went to the endocrinologist who, as typical of United States endocrinologists, wanted to give me radioactive iodine and I refused that treatment. Um, but rather took drugs to control my thyroid um, for many years. And how old were you when you were diagnosed? I was, oh, I got to do some math for that. Um, <laughs> uh, well, let's see, that was 18 years ago, so I was uh, 45. Mm-hmm. And how did that impact on your life? What changes did it make? Uh, well, I, I was very, very ill. Um, I couldn't really function too well. I was, you know, shaking, and I couldn't. You don't sleep. Uh, you're just racing along in a in a terrible way, and um, and uh, you know, you don't function very well. So until I got it under control with medicine, I was pretty much. Um, ill, mm-hmm. you know, very, very unhappily ill. Uh, 
So it has a big impact on life, and then the, the alternative treatments for it, um, uh, if you don't want to have radioactive iodine, which basically kills the thyroid completely, meaning that you have to stay on thyroid hormone supplements for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a very um, bad option, partly because the radioactive iodine keeps on working for many, many years and causes um, some severe health problems for most of its recipients, although they they tend to... Um, they tend to poo-poo that, but I know so many people who have had, you know, 100-pound weight gain, um, severe arthritis, mental illness, all kinds of different things that were caused by um, the radioactive iodine. And the other thing about it is that it doesn't cure the disease. It mm-hmm. simply, it simply gets rid of your thyroid. And also, thyroid eye disease is a I'm sure you've seen some of the people with the big bug eyes. Yes. That's the thyroid eye disease that often happens after radioactive iodine. So I refused that and took antithyroid drugs. And once you get the thyroid under control, it's a continual balancing act trying to keep the levels even and not end up either going more hypothyroid so that you're sluggish and unable to function or more hyperthyroid. Uh, Unlike something like diabetes where there's instantaneous blood tests, um, you're really kind of, if you're lucky, get a doctor who will let you test every three months. And in between that, you can be miserable in one direction or the other. And because you're constantly fluctuating and the, the amount of drug you need is constantly changing. You never really have a great quality of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so after, and then anytime you have a, a period of stress, you end up going hyper again, often, at least mm-hmm. I did. Um, so after many years of that, I read about a regimen where you took some antithyroid drug and some thyroid hormone and tried to keep a stasis so that you didn't have any fluctuation. And the theory is that it was a Japanese treatment called either modified block and replace or add back treatment. And the theory behind that was that um, if you stayed in that good zone without any fluctuation, eventually your thyroid would be rested and you might end up going into remission. Um, But that had some other ill effects. Well, the whole treatment had some ill effects on my system, um, which were quite marked. Uh, One of them was a severe increase in cholesterol levels. Um, I think at the height, before I started LDN, I was up to total cholesterol of 329, which is pretty extreme. Um, The other thing is I found my blood sugar rising and uh, my endocrinologist predicted that I would end up with diabetes. Um, So those and and, um, the kind of weight gain associated with metabolic syndrome where you get a big gut also was happening to me. 
I didn't have some of the symptoms of that. I didn't have uh, high blood pressure, for instance. But I knew that all of these things were happening to me because of the cocktail of drugs I was on. And I never felt really normal on all of that. So that was what led me to um, look for alternatives. So how did you find LDN? Uh, well, interestingly, my daughter, who was pregnant with her first child, met a woman in her mom's group uh, who was also pregnant with her first child, who's a Graves' disease patient. That woman's husband is a, um, a nutritionist mm -hmm. and an alternative medicine person, and she was taking LDN. She had Graves' disease and was taking LDN and had never taken anything else. And so I found out who her doctor was and went and saw him. And that's the beginning of uh, modern times for me. So how long have you been taking LDN now? I started in June of 2011, mm -hmm. so really not that long. I had to stop for... Um, a few weeks in August because I had major surgery and of course you can't take any opiates uh, after surgery if you're on LDN so I stopped a week before and as an aside again uh, that wasn't enough the opiates just made me sick uh, even after having stopped for a week before the surgery so uh, I never could take those um, so I was off it for a couple of weeks and have been back on it since. Mm -hmm. What benefits have you noticed? Oh my God, myriad benefits. As I say, an amazing story and thank you very much for sharing it with us. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.